BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we are out in the woods basement system storm runner tracking some rain. Right now though, in a little bit of a break ahead of some wintry weather. That fast hit of wintry weather, meaning a little bit of snow, is going to be followed by a whole lot of cold when the temperatures start to tumble. IDOT is watching this carefully. So is MoDOT, the Missouri State Highway Patrol. They're preparing for this latest round of winter weather, but it's not snow that has everybody worried. The problem is we could see this afternoon. If you've got a neighbor and you're able to go next door and you know that neighbor, see if that senior is warm. And ahead of the extreme cold, HeatUpStLouis.org is working to keep people in our community warm while they're asking for your help this winter. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back on this Friday. It's January 12th, and you are watching the Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you for waking up with us. We have live Winter Watch team coverage for you all this morning. The Power of Two is Chris Renier at the Transportation Management Center in town and country. Meteorologist Jamie Travers monitoring those road conditions in the woods basement system storm runner. But first, we're going to get a look at that forecast with Angela Huddy on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck. And Angela, you say the wind uh, is one of the big topics for today. Yeah, winds are going to be the story, um, especially later on this afternoon. This morning, it's 48 degrees at Lambert Airport right now, folks. It has been a wet and in spot stormy night. We had some rumbles of thunder, flashes of lightning. Even had a report of some thunder sleet up towards Bowling Green yesterday evening. Now this morning, we're getting into a little bit of a break. So this is our, a little bit of good news. Yesterday morning at this time, it looked like it would just be dumping all morning long. But we've kind of gotten into a break between two rounds of rain. So a little bit of good news getting out to the bus stop this morning, getting yourself out the door to work. There is a lull in the precipitation, but that rain is going to build back in south to north through the morning. So if you get a little bit of a later start, do go ahead and make sure you're ready for the rain. Take the umbrellas with you. Make the, sure you got the umbrellas handy. By this afternoon, that rain is going to con could transition to a quick burst of some snow, especially through about 3 or 4 o'clock. Snow not the major factor. The gusty winds coming with this snow will be the bigger story. And we'll talk more about that coming up here in just a few minutes because that's the start of our big transition to the cold. But we got to get you out the door this morning, and there's been a soaking rain overnight. Meteorologist Jamie Travers is out in that woods basement system storm runner, keeping an eye on those wet roads. And Jamie, what are you seeing? Yeah, well, Angela, we are on I-270 eastbound in North County. And as you mentioned, yes, it was raining really hard earlier when the show started. We were in the tail end of that first batch of rain. Now we're in that break. And the roads are drying up pretty nicely. So we don't have any uh, really 
puddles of water on the roads anymore. They're still damp for sure. A little bit of road spray coming up on our windshield. So we're needing the windshield wipers occasionally, but not too bad. But when it taking a look at some of those estimated rain totals that we saw over the last 12 hours, pretty impressive. I mean, we've needed this rainfall. So this was a beneficial rain we could do without the uh, freezing temperatures and brutal winds. But hey, I guess that's the card we are going to be dealt today. But one and a half inches or so of rain estimated by our power Doppler radar in eastern St. Clair County, south of New Athens, about one and a half. So this darker blue shading is in that one and a half to close to two inch range. When you uh, click on uh, closer to downtown St. Louis, closer to that half inch range. So we did get a few bands where this rain was a little bit heavier there in the Metro East from parts of Southern Macoupin County through St. Clair, Madison down into Randolph and even southeastern Monroe County and a little spot there in the Crawford County as well. So uh, taking a look at those road temperatures, Angela, you did mention that we are in the 40s and so are our roads. Our roads at 47 degrees, but obviously things are going to be changing quickly as we progress through the afternoon hours. And that is it for now here from the Woods Basement Systems Terminal. Of course, wet roads slow down out there because even just wet roads can be slick even though we aren't freezing just now. Back to you guys in the studio. All right, thank you very much, Jamie. We'll keep checking back in with you this morning. Quick real-time traffic update. Thankfully, no major issues this morning, no major accidents. Did have a report a little earlier of a stalled vehicle on the ramp from southbound I-270 to Page, so headed out to that Page extension off towards 141 and on towards the St. Charles County line. So if you're dropping south on I-270, want to get off at Page going westbound, that may pose an issue for you. But again, our traffic volume is still pretty light. You can see no major problems here on 70 or 64 coming uh, east from St. Charles County, eastbound and westbound on I-44 looking great as well. No major problems in Illinois. And a quick look at that Poplar Street Bridge shows you we've got a little volume out there, a little shiny roadway out there but we are on the move with our temperatures in the 40s right now. Well, road crews and law enforcement, both sides of the river, they are on alert this morning as the storm moves through, followed by the bitter cold this afternoon. The Power of Two's Chris Renier is live in town and country to explain how they're preparing. Good morning to you, Chris. Blair, good morning to you. John, good morning to you as well. We are inside MoDOT's Transportation Management Center here right off of Highway 40 and 141 behind us, you can see all of those big monitors up on the wall. That is how MoDOT workers here check our roadways to make sure no problems are unfolding. So far, nothing serious showing up here as the day starts to ramp up a bit. Take a look at some video that our Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, captured overnight when rain was really coming down. Lots of wet roadways around the area this morning, so certainly drivers have to use some caution there. Motor officials telling us they will be fully staffed, ready to work 12-hour shifts by about noon today, if that is what's needed. They say those storm operations will continue until the storm and its impacts are over. IDOT and Illinois State Police ready to act as well if they are needed. MoDOT says one issue with this storm is they really can't put down any kind of pre-treatment on roadways to try and prevent freezing that might happen when those temperatures do plummet. That's because all of the rain that has already fallen would simply wash that pre-treatment away. We talked earlier with MoDOT and the Missouri Highway Patrol about dealing with this storm and what their concerns are. Here is some of what they told us. So one of the big concerns with 
with any storm at the beginning is that transition when it goes from rain to snow, those roads are going to get slushy before we can do, do much out there. So people need to remember to slow down and be careful. Like I said, it will be rush hour, so there'll be a lot of traffic out there. We're concerned with people sliding off into ditches and being stuck there for long periods of time waiting on help to arrive. Or with the cold weather, just vehicles breaking down and people being on the shoulders of the roadway waiting for help for long periods of time without any kind of heat. Among the big concerns from MoDOT and the Missouri Highway Patrol, probably all authorities at this point, is really this bitter cold weather moving in after this precipitation moves out. We will have to see what happens with this as the day unfolds. But the key here from authorities is you really have to be aware of your surroundings. Make sure you have all of those preparations in your car, snacks, full tank of gas, phone charger, in case something happens where you might have to kind of wait for help to get to you perhaps for a long period of time. For now, live in town and country, I'm Chris Fournier. Thank you so much, Chris. It is 6.07 right now. Well, as Angela mentioned, this next winter system is bringing some extreme and dangerous cold that's going to last for several days. Help is available, though, for those of you who need it. The part of two is Taylor Harris explains how heatupstlouis.org is doing its part to keep you safe and the steps you can take to help out, too. Ahead of the extreme cold setting across St. Louis, Heat Up St. Louis officials met in Clayton to start preparing for its biggest fundraiser of the year, the 24th annual Hardy's Rise and Shine for Heat event. If you've got a neighbor and you're able to go next door and you know that neighbor, see if that senior is warm, see if the pipes are working, see if the electric is working, see if the heat is on. Heat Up St. Louis wants us to have a heart and warm a home, but in doing so, the St. Louis Fire Department wants us to be careful because the leading cause of house fires is heating equipment between the months of December and February. The space heaters are very dangerous. You, you know, it, it's we encourage everybody to use your primary heating sources. And if you're worried about the bill, go to heatupstlouis.org and we will help you. With its biggest event less than a month away, Heat Up St. Louis is in need of volunteers. What we're trying to do is encourage volunteers to come out with any organization, group, or association and volunteer for one hour for Rise and Shine. Heat Up St. Louis's Rise and Shine for Heat event will be held Friday, February the 9th during 6 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. at 44 Hardy's, Missouri, and Illinois locations. At the Rise and Shine for Heat event, there will be selling breakfast biscuits and profits will support Heat Up St. Louis to help with utility assistance in Missouri and Illinois. You can actually now go to heatupstlouis.org and order biscuits for one dollar, uh, choice of uh, uh, egg or sausage biscuits. You can order up to, uh, you can order 20 or more. For more information on how you can go ahead and donate or become a volunteer for Heat Up St. Louis, go to heatupstlouis.org. On to this morning, someone broke into a business on Chippewa Street early this morning. Police went out to People's Cleaners a little before one. They say the burglar broke the front door to get in. No word right now on if that person got away with anything. Today marks 17 years since St. Louis and the world for that matter. All was stunned by the discovery of two boys who had been kidnapped in Kirkwood. They were in an apartment. It would later become known as the Missouri Miracle. Sean Hornbeck was missing for four years and Ben Ownby four days when they were discovered in Michael Devlin's apartment. The FBI received a tip about a white pickup truck 
while searching for uh, Ownby, which led them to the Kirkwood Emos, where Devlin was a manager. The boys were then discovered in his apartment. Devlin is serving life in prison for those kidnappings and other crimes. You can head to fox2now.com to read more about that dramatic discovery in the emotional reunion.